found is just taking a moment to be genuine goes a long way. And like, instead of asking, how are you doing? Uh, rephrasing that and saying, you know, is there anything I can help you with? Is there anything I can pray for you? Just cracking that door open with somebody to get a peek. And usually people are will be willing to share about something they're, they're struggling with. Hey, you're listening to the Follower of One podcast. We want our faith to matter full time, whatever we're doing, but especially at work. Here's today's podcast. Hey, everyone, it's Mike Henry with Follower of One. And today on the podcast, my guest is Jared Rue. Jared, would you say hi to everyone? Hey, everybody. My name is Jared Rue. It's uh, it's an honor to be on here, Mike. Thank you for inviting oh, me. Oh, thanks for joining me, buddy. I Jared and I just connected a few days ago. By the time you hear this, it will just be a month or so ago. But Jared, tell people a little bit about yourself and your background. Yeah, so um, I'm a husband and father first, uh, proud daddy of uh, two little girls. Emma and Ella, they're uh, nine and seven, so they're my pride and joy. We live in Dallas, Texas. Uh, We came here about seven years ago from Colorado. We just felt like God actually was leading us down here. Uh, I felt like Abraham, like he was saying, I've got a new place for you. And if you have faith and trust me, um, I will bless you. And, and, and he really has. So um, it took a lot of faith because we knew nobody in Texas. Uh, we had no jobs and we had two newborn little babies. Wow. So, um, but we had faith and um, he's provided every step of the way. So um, and then professionally, uh, I'm a marketer, a B2B marketer specifically in the, the SaaS space. Currently, I'm the head of B2B marketing for a company here in Dallas called Reward Style. Uh, mm-hmm. We're the um, pioneers of influencer marketing. Uh-huh. We have a, a global three-sided business where we work directly with brands like large retailers, smaller retailers. Uh, we do influencer marketing campaigns for them. Um, the core of our business are the actual influencers. We have a global network of about 55,000 premium influencers. And then we have an end consumer through a shopping app we built that's called Like to Know It, um, where all of our influencers publish uh, their content and our um, customers can shop through there. So Very cool. Yeah. So how did you get connected with the reward style? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of, uh, again, God always leading me. I was a good friend of mine and colleague from our former company, um, actually uh, headed over to Reward Style, and uh, he was just raving about the company, and this opportunity presented itself. I threw my name in the hat, and Very uh, cool. I was fortunate enough to, to uh, join the team. Very cool. Now, when you and I were speaking, one of the things that came up in conversation pretty quickly was you shared your testimony a little bit. How did you come to become a Christian? Yeah, great question, Mike. Um, So background on on my faith, uh, I was raised Catholic, uh, Roman Catholic. My mom's side of the family is 100% Italian, so a great Roman Catholic family. Um, But when I got to high school, um, I started my prodigal son journey. Um, You know, I, I didn't really connect with with religion and with the Catholic faith. Um, mm. And so I didn't really have that foundational faith and relationship with Jesus as my Lord and Savior at that time. Um, 
So over high school and college and a couple of years after college, I was the prodigal son out there doing my thing and yeah. uh, ended up in uh, a pigsty um, and decided uh, this was not a fun way to live life as I was empty. And um, I was actually uh, suicidal, really. Uh, oh. So uh, I came to, came to God, you know, when you have nowhere else to look but up. Sometimes that's a blessing in disguise, Mike. So yeah. I looked up and um, it's been a step-by-step journey with him, um, who, I, who I now understand is my heavenly father and uh, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. So, and when did that happen? How long ago was that? That was um, 2009. Um, so I've been on, on that journey since and my faith has just grown. Um, we're members of Covenant Church here in Carrollton, Texas. Um, it's a tremendous non-denominational church here. And um, it's been great to develop my faith. So some yeah. things that I've done there is um, I'm a, a leader for a program called Celebrate Recovery. Yeah. Some uh, men's uh, step studies. My wife and I also participate in the marriage program we've been through their marriage program is called renew um and then also serving it's been uh you know it's a key component of of faith is serving and it's actually one of my favorite things to do so um, that's really helped and i really am passionate about and so is my church um about taking those steps to building our faith so yeah to integrate it into our whole life that's kind of yeah. how you and i got into this conversation correct that's right. Yeah, we're both members of the uh, Christian Professional Network on LinkedIn. So I think that's important to, uh, and, and my church really uh, encourages that, that, you know, Sundays and Wednesdays is just training, training days to, to mm -hmm. go out and do the real work uh, Monday through Friday. Yeah, no, I agree. I call it the huddle. The huddle, uh, there you go. Right. The, pl the play is what we do after that. So <laughs> very good perspective. I like that, Mike. So uh, so tell me a little bit more about some of the struggles that you had, just in case there's anybody listening that has uh, having those struggles or has had a difficulty with those in the past and how God brought you out of some of that. Yeah. So, um, if you don't mind, I mean, yeah. Um, you know, I, I come from, um, my dad's side of family comes from, some um, uh, addiction challenges and also some mental illness challenges. Um, and sometimes that stuff can be hereditary and get passed down. Uh, unfortunately, I, I caught both of those. Um, but uh, I think the most important thing about my testimony and story is that even to the places where it took me, um, because of God and God alone, um, I was able to overcome those. And now I live a, what I would call a very healthy, normal life. Thanks to him um, that there was, there was no way possible I could have um, before yeah. God with the help, um, you know, of outside help and doctors and stuff like that, which I'm a big proponent of getting, getting, uh, you know, God created medicine too. So yeah, uh, getting that help as well. So absolutely. And I'm always, happy to share my my testimony in the hopes of 
helping others that may be struggling with similar things. Yeah. And if, yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're struggling with something like that, I mean, I'm not qualified to help in any way other than to introduce you to people or to point you to resources, but you're more than welcome to reach out to us. Uh, you can also connect with Jared online and we'll have links to his profile on LinkedIn and his business or wherever he would, the links that he shares with us, we'll share in the show notes so that you can connect with either of us. Absolutely. We want to help you move your life forward and glorify God. And so anything we can do to help you, we'd be happy to do that. Amen, Mike. Yeah. And then to your audience, uh, feel free to reach out to me. I'm always more than happy to, to talk about those things and help others through my story. Yeah. Thanks. What, so, so tell me a little bit about your, what work looks like today and how you integrate your faith in your work today. Yeah. Um, so I'll start today and then kind of work back through a couple okay. previous roles I've had and, and some really cool stories. Of, okay. Uh, how my faith is actually, I've been able, probably one of my greatest joys in life, bringing people to Christ. Um, but my work today looks like probably most everyone. I'm working from home due to COVID. Uh, we've been working from home since March. Our office has been closed. Um, but that still, what I've noticed, doesn't prevent opportunities from still um, being a light. I think, you know, um, one thing our pastor said recently was we were, as Christians, we were made for times like these and that. Mm -hmm actually saints probably are a little bit envious of, of us that we are living in these times because the harvest is so ripe. So I try to keep that mindset. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as kind of my, my philosophy, as far as um, integrating my faith into the workplace, I'm a big fan of what uh, St. Francis of Assisi said. She said to go out and preach the gospel. Um, and if you must use words. Now, I don't want that to be to come across that I'm uh, afraid to share scripture or God's word. That's God's word, and, and that's the most powerful thing there is. There's truth mm -hmm. in that piercing. Um, but I've also learned through my career, um, it's usually not successful, or it can be cause some challenges in the corporate workplace, going around like Bible beating and dropping mm -hmm. scripture verses. Yeah. <laughs> so I've learned. Um, how to kind of walk that delicate line by really just um, asking Christ to shine through me and be the light, be a light. Yeah. And go out and preach the gospel. And if I must, and when the opportunity presents itself uh, to use what use scripture. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of my overall philosophy um, on how I do that. And um, what the feedback I've gotten from, from colleagues in my career is that, um, you know, people recognize my positive energy, they may say, or my positive attitude, you know, even through tough times or challenging work situations, projects. For the most part, I'm still human, but for the most part, they notice something different about me. Mm -hmm. That difference is that I have Christ and the Holy Spirit within me that is sustaining me through those and shining through me. Yes. Very cool. Um, oh, you said you were going to tell a story. You got a story you wanted to share with us? Yeah, I'll share uh, two, two good stories with you. Uh, so at my, my previous company, uh, I was really fortunate. The, the, the founders were Christians and um, great men, and they, 
they actually promoted and hosted, uh, it was a uh, employee led, but like weekly, weekly Bible study mm-hmm. uh, before work, which was really cool. Um, so I was a little nervous, but I decided to share my testimony at a, at, uh, one, one morning Bible study. And, um, my CEO was sitting across the table from me. <laughs> um, so it was quite the experience to share my full testimony, uh, looking at my CEO across, across the table, but, um, it was a very, uh, just a powerful experience. And his feedback to me was just like he was in shock and mm-hmm. he thanks me so much for being that transparent and um, having the courage to do that. And he really appreciated that. And also, I, you know, the other the other people that were in there that heard it also really appreciated that because, yeah, you know, in the, in the workplace, you don't hear that much real transparency. You know, it's more like, hey, how are you doing? Doing good. Yeah. Surviving COVID, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm not taking credit for that. I'm just saying when somebody does something like that, it, it really leaves an impact. So yeah. it was a really special experience to have that opportunity to do that. Um, and then uh, I'll, I'll give you two other stories, two of my Okay, favorites. sure. Um, back in the day, I used to be a waiter. Uh, and uh, I love my waiters. I highly respect you guys out there. It's a tough job. But you can carry... You can carry the light because that's a dark place too, that industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was working for a steakhouse here in Dallas um, years ago and was working with a guy my age and he was in a rock band and, um, you know, he didn't know Christ. And I just kind of started doing my thing and kind of kept working on him. Um, and then he started asking questions. Um and so I was able to share my testimony and share my faith. We actually had a lot of things in common that he had struggled with as well. Um, and I was able to get to the point where he asked me to bring him to Christ. And uh, like Very I said cool. earlier, that is the greatest honor I could, yeah. I could have in life. Um, it gives me goosebumps now. And uh, the glory of this story is he now... Um, he moved to San Antonio a couple of years ago and he's now like um, a pastor within his church and is just an evangelist. Um, I, I follow him on Facebook and just now he's a mighty man of God. And so, Very cool. you know, I, I helped plant that little <clears throat> mustard seed. Mm-hmm. God's watered it and off he's gone. Um, so that makes me really, yeah. really proud and happy. And then, um, my other story for you is actually very similar back home in Colorado before we moved here. I was waiting some tables too and met this great young man. He was um, a seasonal intern from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. His name was John. His name is John. And um, again, just did my thing, just you know, carried the light into the workplace and it attracted him and he started asking questions about me and I started you know, sharing a little more about my faith, who Jesus is and my testimony. And um, I gave him a Bible and I said, I want you to go read the book of John. Your name's John. So I want you to start with the book of John, uh, specifically 316. And uh, it, it planted that seed within him and he came back and, and started asking questions. And I was able, um, again, for the opportunity to bring him to Christ as well. Mm-hmm. And today, again, I follow him on Facebook and touch, you know, stay in touch with him. He's now 
like a, a missionary. He went back to the Philippines, excuse me, and now he's like a missionary for his country, oh, wow. leading a nonprofit organization and, and spreading the gospel um, across the Philippines. And I think the coolest part of that story was he's uh, Catholic as well. And he was, we were talking about it before he went home, he was very scared to go home and share with his family that he's left the Catholic church and now he's, you know, he's a, a Christian. Um, so we, but he overcame that, he went home and he overcame that fear. And I know that's, you know, a lot of challenge for new Christians with whatever faith they were raised in. Um, um, but yeah, now he's this amazing missionary doing mighty work for his country in the Philippines now. So very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I, I think it's interesting. You demonstrate something that we like to talk about. If we're paying attention to people and we're living our faith and we're willing to allow God to use our story, then he will put us to work, right? Our story is part of his plan. Our screw ups are. And so God uses those opportunities, but often it begins with us going outside of our comfort zone and many times even without words just finding ways to serve people or do things for people that demonstrate to them that, that we're something different because we follow Jesus. Amen, Mike. I completely agree with that. I think, I think even more so in today's world with how busy we are and um, you know, how distracted we are. Yeah. What I found is just taking a moment to be genuine goes a long way. And like, instead of asking, how are you doing? Um, rephrasing that and saying, you know, is there anything I can help you with? Is there anything I can pray for you? Just cracking that door open with somebody to get a peek. And usually people are, will be willing to share about something that they're, they're struggling with. Yeah. Um, and it shows that genuineness and that, Hey, somebody actually cares about me that I work with, you know, like that's, that's pretty, pretty rare. So I agree with you. Um, there's a lot of opportunity there. Yeah. It's, um, I think everybody, right, especially COVID-19 creates this problem too. The more isolated we become, the more important it is that some people like us who follow Jesus are available to give something away on behalf of someone else. If I can remember my postman's name or if I can remember somebody's favorite flavor of milkshake and just give them a milkshake one day because I was at the uh, years ago, I bought Sonic milkshakes for everybody in the office and I knew who there were two girls that liked pineapple. Mm -hmm. And so I would always make sure and get them their flavor of milkshake, right? Whatever you do like that, yeah. God uses those things to kind of build a little trust and to break down walls and people are more likely to ask then. That's awesome. Mike. I, I couldn't agree anymore. I think it's like, like you pointed out in that pineapple example, it's the details, paying attention to a detail, even it seems something that minute it's showing those people you actually care about them um which yeah. stands out. and I, I did want to add something to your comment sure. earlier about the impact sharing our testimony can have um one thing i've learned and i'm and i just i get i'm just huge on this is people can argue or um, debate or have disagreements over scripture and faith and who god is uh, but one thing nobody can argue with you about is my story, my testimony. That's right. I, you can't deny that. That was my experience of my life. 
and you can't argue or debate that with me. And well, and you're the expert. I'm the expert. Yeah, I lived it. <laughs> so I think that I, I call like our my testimony like my sword of faith because um, you know it's you, mm-hmm. you can't argue that. Um, yeah. So I, I I'm a really big fan of people um, taking, and I know it's scary and it can be risky and i'd be happy again to talk to people about how to overcome that challenge but um there's nothing more powerful than than sharing a testimony yeah well that's very cool so in your work now that you do how can people who are listening to this podcast how can they help you what can they do with your businesses reward style or you've talked about the retail version of that what was the name of it again uh reward style well, and the retail version, the business oh, to consumer? Um, yes, like to know it is our yeah. business to consumer app. Um, so you can download it from the, the uh, Apple or Google Play Store. Um, and it's a, like I said, it's a, it's a community where our network of influencers um, share all of their influencer content. Um, and then you can actually, it's a really neat technology where you can just click the picture and it'll take you right to the actual product to purchase. So um, it's a really engaging app. And the types of products that people purchase, is it all kinds of things or is it mostly clothing or what? Yeah, great question. So um, we have a, a, a diverse um, network of influencers that share all different kinds of products, but are, are kind of our niche, our sweet spot's gonna be kind of in that clothing um, and beauty uh, verticals. Um, so that's kind of where they, uh, where our sweet spot is, but we're, we're diversifying there as well with our, our products, uh, with and base. Very cool. So, so if we wanted to make like Mike Henry masks or something like that, then I would reach out to you about doing something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Mike Henry masks. And then I'll connect you with some of our influencers. They'll start wearing them and <laughs> put them on our like to know it app. And then uh, we'll start driving you some revenue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure there would be any demand. That's like my uh, in, any of my musical albums, right? I sing so badly that my wife makes me move around in church. So I don't get the same people off every week. <laughs> Um, the Lord says just to make a noise, right? That's, that's me. That's I'm in the noise category. <laughs> you and me both. Um, well, so one of the things that we try and do too in the podcast interviews that we do, give us some tips. What What are some some ideas that you have that believers in the workplace are doing? You can talk. You can talk to weight people. You can talk to people who are in business marketing or anywhere. What's some advice that you would give workers about how we can integrate our faith with our work and make our work matter for eternity? Yeah, love that, Mike. Um, I think some of the the things, maybe the most important thing you teach is um, going to God first daily and asking him to put somebody in my life um, that I can have an impact on um, because he'll he'll surely answer that and, and do that. Um, so I think starting there um, and just being faithful in that. And what I've noticed when I do that, I'm not perfect and, and I don't do it every day, uh, unfortunately, but sometimes the people are already there. It just opens my eyes to those people that are hurting or that he um, has put in my life for that reason. Yeah. So I think that's a really good 
kind of first tool. Um, and then, you know, I, I said it again, and you talked about it, but just being genuine. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's one of probably my greatest attributes, and I've learned that from my, my family and my faith, but um, especially in today's world, it just, it, it stands out being genuine. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, examples like you shared about the pineapple milkshake, but remembering people's names is huge and using yes. their name. What's the saying? The sweetest, the sweetest word to any human being is their own name. Um, yep. So like something I try and do when I go to a restaurant now is if I, uh, when the waiter tells me their name, I repeat it back to them. One, that, that trick so my brain remembers it, but then I'll still use their name throughout the conversation to show that I value them and respect them. They're not just some waiter waiting, waiting on me. Yes. Um, and then um, again, just uh, asking God to, you know, fill me and to help shine through me. And um, kind of like we did before this call, just asking the Holy Spirit to speak through me <clears throat> and that yeah. it won't be my words. And like I mentioned to you, that just takes a lot of stress and pressure off of me that I don't have to come up with the words or the right scripture. That's right. That's uh, right. He does the work for me and through me. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a really helpful tip I would share as well. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, in fact, I, for me, I feel like when I pray about something, then it becomes God's problem. He has to deal with my degree of error. <laughs> but I think he, you know, he, he's got that in part of the plan, right? If he wanted somebody perfect doing this, he'd had to have gotten somebody else. Amen. So, yes. One of my favorite sayings is I might be a mess, but I'm God's mess. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, I appreciate this. I've enjoyed talking with you and hope yeah. we can do it more. Um, Jared Rue with Reward Style will have his connection information on here. What's one last thing that you would kind of tell believers about living their faith tomorrow? Yeah, great, great, Mike. Um, I would I would just reiterate that uh, we were made for a time as this, and you know the world is uh, and our country is um, you know facing some very serious challenges. Um, now more than ever is a great opportunity for us to go and be that light um, on the hill. And, um, you know, don't feel the other thing that I've, I've learned too, is that when I go to God and ask, you know, surrender and ask to say, you know, I'm willing to be, uh, to be your hands and feet. That doesn't mean he's going to send me to Uganda or, you know, across the world to go be a missionary. Yeah. My mission, my mission field is my workplace. Um, and like we touched on earlier, Sundays is uh, the huddle. Um, so, and also surround yourself with other other Christians to encourage each other and uplift each other. Take advantage of Follower One. It's a tremendous program and and support system to do just that. That's why Mike um, has started Follower One. Um, so stay encouraged because you know we're gonna get the nose and uh, I don't want to talk about that and that's okay. But, um, you know, another thing I love my pastor says at, at the end of services is um, when he does the salvation prayer that um, anytime even one soul is saved, the angels throw a party in heaven. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that's why I love those two stories of my, my friends who yeah. uh, I was able to bring to Christ is, you know, 
I, I, I had a part in bringing them to Christ and, and their salvation. And now look, they've literally mm -hmm. gone, gone across the world in Philippines and San Antonio and um, yeah, spreading the gospel. So that would be kind of my final set, final point. Yeah. And well, you never know. Right. And so when we pay attention to the people that God brings across our path, we join this massive story mm -hmm. and we get to play a significant role in it. God's given us significant parts. They matter. Absolutely. And it, it'll echo in eternity. That's right. Well, I appreciate you, brother. And I appreciate this opportunity to, to talk with you. You guys connect with Jared. And as you're hearing this, also take a minute and check out our Marketplace Mission Trip, which is someplace where you can go practice some of this, these very things that we talked about. There's always another Marketplace Mission Trip starting in a few weeks. And so we do six of those a year. So if one's going on right now, you just sign up for the next one. And uh, thank you very much, Jared, for doing this. And everybody connect with Jared and let's live our faith in the workplace and make a difference. Amen. And thank you so Mike. Uh, thank you so much, Mike, for inviting me. It's, it's been an honor and I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. Yes, everyone, uh, feel free to reach out to me anytime on, on LinkedIn. I'll be more than happy to to talk and meet you. Look forward to it. Yeah. Thanks a lot, brother. Thank you. God bless everyone. Hey, you've been listening to the follower of one podcast. Follower of One is an online community of people who intentionally follow Jesus every day at work or wherever we are. Join us at community.followerofone.org and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it in your various social media channels. Thanks for listening.